0: This is the Omega oh National no Podcast, and on today's episode I'm talking to Jen Cooper. Uh, Carrie Jemima Cooper, actually, but we call her Jem Simple. Um, she is a former professional classical ballerina, and now she has gone through being an endurance athlete. She's done a psychology grad and obviously she's uh an entrepreneur. She's done several businesses over the years, but she also had deal with, you know, uh life threatening illness at the age of twenty one, twice actually. Um, But now she's living in or on Mallorca in Spain. She's built a business that went from uh, zero to six figures in four months. And she's bringing her experience from the world of sports, psychology, and business to support high-performing entrepreneurs when they're transitioning to step up to a higher level, obviously. Um, In this episode, we do not specifically talk about launching, but I I believe that her framework that we do discuss goes hand-in-hand with launching as with uh, any business. Um, She talks about, you know, the health, the body, and we talk about the mindset, the energy and having business systems. And this is what she's been using to build multiple successful businesses throughout the years. So it works. But I think the main point here is that these systems work because we make them yours or you make them yours we're not telling you that this is exactly the way it should be you need to do exactly in this way you need to make it yours i think that's probably the biggest takeaway from this episode but i'm just going to let you listen to this episode and like i said you know listen to it as if you're launching think about that but this will help you with the business personal life all that as well so let's just dive into it have you launched your online course with great success or maybe you launched totally tank and you just want to curl up and cry Welcome to New Omegana Launching Podcast. I'm your host Ken Wescar and today I have Gem with me uh, from Mallorca, actually, but uh, she is from the UK, right?
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
0: but we're in the same time zone, and that is something that doesn't happen. So this is no, a it's actually delight. very
1: refreshing. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. great that we can both be as tired as each other in the evening. So <laughs>
0: exactly. Uh, but today we're going to talk not that much about launching in specifically but we're going to talk about a little bit about um, our body the mindset and energy but also some business systems and this is something that you are really familiar you have built a framework around this and you built successful businesses not just one but more than one Um, but before we do go into that uh, why don't you just start off by you know letting us who you know who you are uh, who you help and how you help them
1: Oh, amazing. Well, thank you so much, Ken, first of all, for having me on. And it's a real joy to kind of connect with, um, fellow entrepreneurs and hopefully lots of entrepreneurs listening out there as well. Um, so yeah, so I'm Jem or, um, I'm known as Carrie Jemima Cooper. It's my, my brand and my business. Um, and I am, um, an athlete first and foremost and an entrepreneur, uh, using the two to help the other. I always say one, one leads into the other. I couldn't do one, um, without the other, but I have, um, as Ken sort of said, worked in various sorts of businesses started off in the sports marketing space um and then was pretty entrepreneurial by spirit so I've set up quite a few different businesses um done a lot of things right and done a lot of things wrong and learned a lot of lessons from it um and then now I'm uh really on quite an exciting path um Meeting incredible, incredible humans, really working uh, in the personal development and uh, high performance uh, coaching space of entrepreneurs um, and uh, people sort of stepping into business as well as those are looking for to expand their business from six or seven figures and go, going um, for the for the big time wins. So,
0: yeah, uh, I mean, running a business does require some certain level of you know high performance because. So sure. uh, as as we, a lot of us know, you know, running a business is, it's a lot of ups, it's downs, failures, mistakes, wins, success. I mean, it's all over the place. So obviously, um, being able to continue to push on, we need to have, um, you know, both the mindset and the health and the energy all in, all in the right place. Totally. Um, But you know a lot about this, so I would just want to kind of dive straight into the framework that you've kind of developed for yourself and uh, that you use with your clients.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's so true. And I am an endurance athlete now. I'm a former um, professional ballerina and <laughs> turned uh, triathlete, which is quite an unusual story. But I know a fair few of you are thinking um, about kind of resilience and endurance and those things you talk about. And now in the entrepreneurial space, I can absolutely see how that crosses over. And as, like I said, when I began, um, I see one leans on the other quite nicely. And, and you summed it up very, very well there. And I think any of us <laughs> that I've been in this space for however long and um, will realize, re- realize that. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Uh, what I have come to realize both through my athletic career and then working in the business space, I'm working with um, lots of high performers as well, that there is only really one, one thing that um, leads people to su- sustain success. Mm-hmm. It's relatively easy to, get one one big win it's relatively easy to make one kick-ass season or one kick-ass quarter in your business but that sustained success is something that very very few people have and very very few Mm -hmm. people achieve for the long run and this is where that legacy piece comes in this is the people that we remember in the the real not only the good but the great come in And what I realized from um, sort of working with uh, athletes, working as an athlete myself, and then in businesses, there's really four pillars that have to align in order to achieve sustained success and success for the long run. Um, And this becomes your vehicle effectively for you to put in whatever GPS destination you want to reach that big goal, whether that's in business or life or charitable um, uh, sort of pursuits or whatever your mission is. You can put in whatever direction, but you need this vehicle piece in place. And that vehicle is made up of four things, like I say. Um, It's your body budget, so looking after your physical health and things like your sleep, your diet, um, and how you're looking, how you're fueling your body, how you're hydrating, etc. And then we have the mindset mastery and your ability to get clarity, to get vision, to have a clear goal in mind and have the resilience and the, uh, the toolbox of mental skills, if you like, in order to... Um, sort of overcome those roadblocks and and appreciate challenges um, as sort of opportunities for growth rather than getting pulled down by the stresses or the strains or um, the negative energy as well. Then we have the energy drivers um, and I think many of us certainly that have been in entrepreneurship a little bit longer will start to realize if you haven't sooner that entrepreneurship is incredibly kind of Spiritual, if you like, it's incredible. There's a lot of you, there's a lot of human that goes into this. And mm. yes, actually, very practically from a marketing point of view, we many of us know that you know, realistically, people don't buy products anymore. They buy people behind the products. This is what we hear is the cliche that comes around. But that is so true in entrepreneurship. So much of you is invested in your brand. And especially if you're um, you know, likely launching your likely a one man band right now. And you have a personal brand, it's likely that you're, you know, everything you do is, re- is you, that's, what, that's your product, you become the product. But that is incredibly sort of, um, energetic and, um, in terms of like how you're feeling and, and how that reflects on your day-to-day life and et cetera, um, and it's so, so important to make sure that energy is aligning. So things about getting that clarity and that vision, but making sure your actions are aligning to that. It's about aligning yourself with the right kind of network and people to that you're absorbing other people's energy from. Um, and so you can elevate in the right direction and not be pulled down by things, um, especially at times of struggle, et cetera, but how you elevate that energy. Because, you know, if you had... Every single resource in the world, all the money in the world, the best plan in the world the best coaches in the world, but you personally had no energy no no um, motivation um, and you couldn't take action then it you know it's pointless so energy is such a key piece and, and it's not the kind of woo, woo let's sit in a circle and all do yoga we're not talking about that it's it, it's uh, energy comes from a lot of different things and it relates very well to the mindset and the body piece as well and then the final piece of course is that business systems and I have learned to myself the hard way, um, as well as the right way in other other times, fortunately, that uh, businesses can't run without effective systems. If your business is reliant on you doing every single piece of work and every single bit of hustle, and there's no systems, there's no operations, there's no um, things that can automate without you, so your business can function, whether you know you're there or you're having to take a day off then you don't have a business you don't have a business for the long term and I think that's um, a hard kind of reality and and um, at the beginning yes it, it is I'm not saying it sh- you know you have to get a big team and have to automate everything but you have to think about how you can make this sustainable that if you you know had to take a day off for an emergency you couldn't you know your business still has to run and how can you make that happen so looking at things like um sops the systems and operations and looking at bringing in team members so you're keeping yourself in your genius zone and and keeping yourself um aligned to where you can give most value and you can make the most high impact tasks um and then working out how you can um so self duplicate or, or offload other things as well. Now all of these four pillars are equal, um, equally important as each other. And I describe this um, as a bit of a table because it's very sort of visual, and I'm sure many of us are sitting at our work tables, probably listening to this, but. In order to be sustainable, I mean, our tables are kind of something that a lot of us have again. Our family home, our table was probably quite significant. We all sat down as a family on a on a Sunday or whatever it was, and we had our dinners. It's there and it's always there, and that's that kind of stability. That's that. Um, okay, you know, I'm not in scarcity mindset. This is safe, safe sustainable business. But you can't have the sustainable business. You can't have sustained success if any one of your table legs. Is, is falling down or if one of them is shorter than the other. So there's no point working really hard on your energy and meeting amazing high-vibing people and going to all these networking events and being like totally top of your game, but you're sleeping four hours a night because your body's going to go to pot. And it's like, well, you know, that pillar's going to fall down. You might be fine for a little while, but long-term something's going to happen. And it's the same thing. There's no point in being an incredible athlete and having a six-pack ab and, you know, rocking your Pilates sessions all the time, yet your business systems are really lacking things or actually you have this amazing body, but your mindset isn't in a place that can take that vehicle forward. So it's about Making sure that when you are developing and through that launch period, and then the next stage, because launch is exciting, and that's that's kind of what we forget sometimes. Launch is exciting; everything's new, and there's these challenges. Then we overcome it, then we learn stuff about ourselves. And then there's a stage after. There's a stage when it's not quite as fun, and the growth isn't quite as big. And then we get you know higher taxes, or we get um, you know have to bring people on, and then we have problems with those and new new problems, just slightly more expensive problems, and if we haven't right from the beginning sorted out those those pillars those four pillars then we start to sort of kick ourselves because we don't have now time or space, or um, we have bigger problems now, that we sometimes neglect some of those pillars. And that is where we get stuck. And that's where we see a lot of entrepreneurs and lots of entrepreneurs come my way, when they go, Oh, I'm just stuck at five figures, you know, stuck at five figures, I can't quite get to six figures, or I'm stuck at six figures can't quite get more or, hey, you know, I'm making amazing money, this is great. But I haven't seen my my daughter, you know, really, or I miss my school the school play or, you know, whatever it is. And that doesn't align with me. It doesn't make me feel good. So it's like addressing those right from the beginning um, and looking at how to uh, sort of optimize everything and make sure everything's in alignment. Uh, and with that framework, you have the Formula One vehicle that's getting you places fast and it's getting you places fast for the long run. Because um, like we said, you, know, you can put whatever GPS um, route in you like. And if you get that vehicle right, you have that table in place then you're on for a winner.
0: Mm, I love this, all of this because this is like the same things I talk about when we talk about launching as well. Is you know you got to make sure you take care of the basics, which is the health and you know eat right, sleep right, drink, hydrate, all that stuff. Get out, move, and then you know the mindset is a huge piece of launching as well. Like you just talked about, you know it's it's an emotional roller coaster. You're gonna have some limiting beliefs. It's gonna you know put you back and you're not going to perform the way you want to. And all this is connected with the energy that you're bringing to the whole thing when you're showing up. Uh, and then obviously having a system behind it all makes everything easier, scalable, scalable, and you know, you're making yourself able to grow, but without all of that, totally. it won't work. And I
1: think there's quite a lot of, um, sort of, there's quite a lot of myths in the coaching space as well, that like lots of people just focus on one aspect and there's quite a lot of mm. gurus out there that kind of go, you know, all you've got to do is, you know, journal five times a day and get up at 5am and have an amazing morning routine. And, and yes, that is a part it's a part
0: right? of it. Yeah. There's,
1: there's, there's no doubt, but Personal development is pointless without you know a solid business because if you can't fund this amazing lifestyle you've manifested in your head, you know how is it going to work? And it's the same account. It's like there's no point in having an amazing social media feed and an absolutely rocking, uh, you know, liquid proof funnel. If actually it's out of alignment with you, and it's not, you know, you're not able to uh, live that full life. And I think um, where I kind of come in sometimes, uh, not always the best friend when people have been through this or spent a lot of money on just one thing. And I'm going, well, hang on, that's great, but you haven't thought about, you know, X, Y, Z, and how's your sleep, and you know the, these things. Um, and so just looking at that and being very uh, sort of open and honest with yourself, actually, because we can sometimes go, well, you know, I, I invested so much time, so much, you know, energy in this, you know, mindset program. I, I, I meditate so much. And that's awesome. But you need to look broad with the whole picture. And it, you may be doing everything at 80%. But if everything's at 80%, and you don't have the 100% of one and the 30% of the other, you'll probably even out a lot, kind of a lot better. And it's just, yeah, managing that balance and ebb and flow a little bit.
0: Exactly. So how did you come up with these four pillars? Obviously you must have gone through some of these findings yourself to come up with this. So how, how what what was it that made these four the most important for you?
1: Yeah, it's kind of interesting and it's kind of a combination of um, many sort of experiences. So I think uh, my very, very formative for me has been my experience in elite sports. So I started um, classical ballet at the age of four uh, and by age of 12, I was dancing very, very seriously. Um, I became a professional by the age of 19. um, And then I was unfortunately very, very unwell, um, very severely unwell as a teenager. And it gave me a very different perspective on life and what I wanted, um, and I stepped yeah. away from dancing at um, nineteen and went into endurance sports. So I went and became a triathlete, um, and that has brought a lot of um, sort of discipline and understanding. Very, uh, you know, unique understanding of my body. Certainly, from the dancing uh, days, we have an absolutely incredibly in-depth um, sort of intuition with our with our bodies. That's what we're trained to do. Um, but through that, um, I also. I've been a Pilates instructor as well, which I did alongside my dance. So that kind of the the physical side is something I've always done. But through that, I have also um, obviously been at elite level. I have also been burnt out as an athlete a few times and and experienced what that's like to... um, to kind of suffer physically from that and understanding mm. the balance of uh, rest and recuperation and also how you're fueling that body to get the results. And when you're tracking things like heart rate, when you're tracking paces, when you're p- tracking powers, it's very, very evident. If you've messed up your recovery meal from the day before, or you haven't bothered to get your protein in, you see it in your numbers and your coaches. So I have that kind of awareness from that side, obviously as entrepreneurs, maybe it's not quite, you know, quite light like there, but I have that understanding. Um, and then I've had periods also with the mindset that I've realized that so much, um, certainly initially in business, certainly my money mindset and things like that was a real, real limiter for me. Um, and I did a lot of work um, sort of on confidence and all sorts of things like that, both in my sports days, but also um as an entrepreneur as well, and and realizing actually unpacking these things, and with mentors and with uh, various networking groups, etc., and unpacking and identifying these mindset inhibitors, which were you know I was having a you know solid systems, but w- what was going wrong? And in fact, that it was that kind of mindset side. And I studied performance um, psychology in university, which gave me a little bit more of an understanding of uh, the neuroscience aspects as well, I guess. Um, and then as an endurance athlete as well, that's quite a well, your body can do anything; it's your mind that stops you, is what we say. So, um, <laughs> and if coming from Norway, I'm sure you probably have a piece of endurance sport. Oh, you, you um, it's an amazing place to, yeah, be an athlete. Lots of adventures for me planned in in Norway as well. Um, <laughs> but and then the kind of the energy. So my um one of the biggest things for me, I think relatively recently and very formative, both in the business side and the energy was um, when I last year in the pandemic, early in the pandemic, um, I had lots of goals. I had 12 um, high level triathlon competitions around the world planned in that year. And obviously none of them happened. And I made the decision, <laughs> yeah. okay, do I go backwards or do I go into business? So I went into business um, and I scaled the business very successfully from zero to six figures in just under four months. And by That's 10 amazing. months in, I had completely burnt out, everything, mindset, body, my kidneys had all gone funny from lack of sleep. I was working 14 hours a day, seven days a week, Mm. and training at the same time, sort of um, about 80 to 20 hours as well a week. So it was just bonkers. Um, And I lost the love. I lost the focus. I lost the drive. I lost all of my energy. And that was a real shot to the system and everyone was mm-hmm. like oh this is amazing you know keep pushing look what you've done la and like the business was there the energy and everything else wasn't and that was a real wake-up call for me real real wake-up call and I think many of us had that wake-up call last year um as well but moving into um this new year I I moved abroad and, and it really sort of changed lots of my environment lots of my network um and also opened my eyes to the kind of getting into nature and giving myself time to enjoy the most incredible mountains that I live by and the coast, et cetera. Um, And I really reflected on what had happened. Um, And I'd learned a lot over five years of kind of consulting for some pretty big companies and different things like that, as well as all my experiences. And I was kind of like reverse engineering. Okay, I know what not to do, but I also know where the systems, when I was rebuilding other businesses, I put systems in place. And you know, p- to protect myself from losing that energy again because it wasn't a nice place to be in um sort of very reflected and was kind of working out you know ha- what was the puzzle piece how do we put this together um and I was trying to literally like combine this into um some sort of uh, uh something like a snap bite I guess or, or like a, a something that could be s- elevated pitch if you like but you know mm-hmm. wh- what was this what was this um, and I did a lot of time, I spent a lot of time by the coast and a lot of time in the mountains. And I started writing this, what was meant to be a 10 page lead magnet, um, that soon turned into a 230 page book. Um, and it just, I sort of was clicking on what this what this framework was and how actually all of these pieces go together. And that's where the body budget mindset mastery uh, energy drives and business systems came from. Um, and I, mm-hmm. I, I explained it in, in my book, and um, that was written literally on the edge, <laughs> the edge of a mountain. Um, but <laughs> very much as a consequence of me doing a lot of kind of, Reflection, introspection, um, and a lot of reverse engineering of people that had been successful, and working out what what was the thing. And in fact, it wasn't the thing. It wasn't the one thing. It was this this multiple of different aspects that I was realizing time and time again. I was seeing in other people, and actually. Beginning to realize myself, I was putting these puzzle pieces back together. I'd taken rest and time away from sport. I'd, I'd focused on my mindset and done some deep sort of um, work, psychological work. And I'd also really focused on my friends and that time and the rejuvenation in my weeks. And then looked at the business as well and got the right people in the right seats, making me systems or getting operations, et cetera. Um, and so all of it together um, sort of, yeah, formulated the, the four-pillar formula.
0: <laughs> hmm Um, I'm just thinking, you know, all of that that's happened to you, obviously it's not a great place to be in, but at the same time, it's kind of been a blessing in disguise because it has helped you move one step further and, you know, create this book and this framework. And now you have a successful business again. And obviously, you know, that's, that's a huge thing. And I think people, when they're in the middle of this or they're feeling the burnout themselves, it's hard to see, you know. Uh, further than wherever they are currently right now, and they're stressing with this but uh there is a reason why things are happening, and it 's happening for you instead of to you
1: yeah so so true. I am such a believer in that and I think um anyone that 's had sort of um a very difficult time in their life, and um like I alluded to, sort of a period of um ill health in teenage years was very very eye opening and not everyone you know has felt that, but other people have you know different um experiences or traumas and things and you do overcome those things and look on the other side and go okay this happens for a reason and no I wouldn't wish it on myself or anyone else again Mm. however it has been the thing that has made me and I I really absolutely believe that and every time in entrepreneurship we have these stumbles um I sort of have learned now and I don't know maybe it's just because I'm a little naive but I get really (laughs) excited when I fail like like genuinely like people like how, how do you do I often get asked on podcasts and things like how do you deal with failure and I'm just like I actually get really like really excited like because it's like oh bum you know I've spent hours doing this or lots of you know money or whatever but that's been that's past that's done there's no you know, I can't get it back now so mm. how am I going to react to that situation well I'm like well that's great that means I've ticked off one thing I don't have to do again you're like right we've we've done it um but what what's happening next because I always know that there's something bigger and better and you know a different direction and it's something I haven't explored yet and so yeah I do like and um I've had that experience when I've started businesses and not that long ago I started a business and it was a solid business model, it had solid systems, and it was a good product. Everyone told me it was good. All the market research said it was good. And then when money was on the line, people kind of knew they needed it, but no one wanted my product. And, <laughs> you know, anyone in this space and testing out the market and things will know that, or maybe you've done it yourself in previous launches or whatever it's really hard to sell people things they need. It's like trying to, to sell a toddler on broccoli. Like it's very hard and very, you know, you have to love them a lot to be able to push the broccoli in, you know, and it's yeah. very much the same in business. And I have done that um kind of before, but When I, um, and with that business, I kind of went, I really did go all in. I invested a lot of money in it. And I was very, because all the market feedback was telling me it was good. And all these gurus were telling me it was good. And then I actually expanded my network and asked some other people and different things. And eventually we were just like, you know, this isn't going anywhere. And the, the energy I'm putting in for the output is just not worth it. This is not a seven, eight figure business at all. So, you know, what do we do next? And there was one night very late at night I had a kind of call with a mentor and he and he was just like no this is I wouldn't I'm not going to invest in this this is not this is a vitamin not a pill Um, and if you um I I use that phrase and kind of we we know vitamins are good for us but we don't need to take them whereas if we've got a headache we're going to take something to we're going to get something to take it away and that's a pill product that you want to position yourself as and I got a call and it was with America, so it was like 1 a.m. on a Friday and I was absolutely exhausted. My first thought, obviously, was, oh my gosh, like that money, that time, like what What now?
0: Mm.
1: I sat back, had a cup of tea, as you do when you're English. When <laughs> if something goes wrong, you have a cup of tea. And then I just started to smile and giggle and I was just like, ooh, what next? And I got on Google because uh, that's what, you know, our friend, you can do anything with Dr. Google. Um, and it was just like you know, what happens next, then it was actually exciting. And I think if we can, yeah, start to sort of relinquish that control or relinquish that kind of fear of things going wrong and actually go, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm in charge here. I, I'm not an employee of my business. I'm CEO, you know, no matter if you're, uh, you're on day one or in on a day a hundred or a day 1000, whatever it is, you know, you're in control here and you're con- in control of the direction. So, you don't need to worry about failures. You need to worry about what's next, and and getting getting dynamic and getting open to what's coming coming your way next.
0: Mm, yeah, absolutely. It's no point of bringing the past into the future that you even don't know about. It's just it's present, and you know whatever happened happened. It's just like you said. Um, but I think people should probably start having like like a checklist. You know, oh, I've done this. Okay, on to the next one. That didn't work. Interesting idea. that didn't work okay oh, over to the next one because that makes it a little bit more fun you know you kind of check things off and you know if it worked or didn't work
1: totally and i think one thing also you've got to realize i mean what i'm talking about this framework is pretty you know it is pretty open in terms of, i'm not telling you exactly you have to get up at 6 a.m and you have to you know eat five vegetables a day and you have to sleep actually five hours and have this many friends and have this sop No, it's relatively <laughs> open and things like that but yeah there, you've got to remember, there are a lot of people telling you the only way or the best way to launch your business is by doing challenges. And then tomorrow, it's the uh, Jeff Walker launch formula. And then the next day, it's webinars. And then the next day, it's videos. And the next day, it's Pinterest and SEO marketing. And what you need to realize, there are a million ways to make a million pounds. And you can make it successful in whichever way you choose, whichever direction you choose to go, you can be a success, provided you have your foundations and your vehicle in place, your solid energy mindset, um, body and those systems at the back end as well of your business, it doesn't matter what you do on the front end. And realizing that and realizing, hey, you know, I can, you know, try webinars and if it doesn't work, I can try challenges or like try these other things and actually not see it as a failure, but see it as those learning opportunities or the, yeah, like you say, have a list of, you know, the five launch tactics you want to try this year or over the next two businesses or whatever it is, and tick them off and go, nah, that wasn't feeling good, or no, that one was way too much work, or ooh, I like this one, but maybe it would be better with a joint venture partner or whatever it is, and let's try it a different way. If you do, if you know, have that open mindset and actually just let go of the fact that you should do it this way, or this person has done it this way, so I must do it that way. You know, then you have a lot of opportunity and a lot of potential for growth.
0: I love that, and that's that is so on point. It's, uh, and I think you know, we we see all these experts just telling us to do all this. Is we try to copy what they are doing, but. It's like you said, you know, this framework isn't, it isn't set in stone in any kind of way. It's just kind of a guideline and you need to figure out what's working for you. So you need to go underneath pillar and see how will I make this work for me? And that's the same thing with, you know, launching as well. If you want to do a webinar, do it. But if a challenge is something that excites you a lot more, go do that instead. You know, it's really that simple.
1: Well, my, the title of my book is Becoming CEO of Your Best Rich Life. And what I mean by that is that we have these ideas of CEOs and whatever, but I very much believe that you, you have to take that authority and that autonomy and you have to be able to go in and take control of what's happening next. You control your actions. You control your reactions and you effectively control wherever you set your destination with your vehicle right um and the idea of the best rich life as well that best rich life is means very different things to very you know different people so if you're a seven figure earner maybe all you you know all you want to focus on is getting to eight figures or if you're in real estate all you want to do is you know xyz but you know for someone else and some people i work with um it's amazing like they they have no interest in money and like I just they just tell me you know I just want 20k a year and I want to live in a van and I want to travel around Europe and how do we make this work Jemima and how do I set my mindset to do that and there's all sorts of ways you can you know you make ends meet but their best rich life is actually rich in experience or rich in travel or you know other people it's moms that just want to you know have something small on the side so they have a little bit of their time and space but actually all they really want to do is be able to be an amazing role model for their for their children and grow up with their, you know, experience that that time and all sorts of things. So, my my whole kind of title, my whole philosophy is, I'm not going to tell you what to do. No one should tell you what to do, and you've got to remember at the end of the day. No one is experiencing life in the way you are. Even people closest to you have not had the formative experiences that you have. They haven't been told all the things. They don't have the the DNA and, and then interpreted all the external information in the same way that you have. That means you have to release those shoulds you have to release what other people think and go within and when you go within and take control and absolute control and responsibility as well because that's a big thing we often kind of oh it's someone else or you know it's my partner or whatever but take responsibility for our actions and our reactions and our next steps etc that is when we find true alignment and that is where from a place of alignment not only can we reach success but we can also add so much more value to our audiences that we serve and our loved ones around us when we are in place of alignment, when we feel settled, when we've reached our personal goals, whether that's 20K a year, whether that's traveling well, whether it's being an athlete, whether it's being an eight-figure earner, whatever that means to you, at that point, you become a very, very special people person to everyone around you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's almost like... You need to put yourself first and figure out, you know, what is it that I want to do? What is it or who do I want to be in that sense? So all about putting yourself first instead of trying. It's kind of like, you know, the flight attendants telling us, you know, you need to put the oxygen mask on first before you can help anybody else. And this is exactly the same way. We need to put ourselves first and figure out what we want to do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and it does sound a little bit selfish at first and, you know, we're all (laughs) trying to add value to our audience and listen to the voice of our audience and all these other things. And absolutely you should, but you can listen to your audience. Just like I explained in my business, I can listen to what people are saying, but if it's not really aligned and it's not quite, you know, not quite conversed or it doesn't feel energetically, you know, right. Mm-hmm. It will never be a hundred percent business. It will be kind of hovering around the 90, maybe if you get everything in place and you've got good experience, but it'll never be quite, quite that thing will always be slightly, uh, sort of out of alignment and, and people around us, we're clever. Your know, humans are clever. They get that, they get that vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and that comes through, uh, as well, but yeah, very, very true.
0: Absolutely. Uh oh, man, I, I love kind of what we discussed and it was, um, more than I can hope for. Um, is there anything that you feel like we have not touched upon that you want to address before we wrap this up?
1: No, I think that was amazing. It was so much, um, lots of, lots of, uh, chatter on some very important topics there. And, um, I, I really hope there's some kind of uh, value out there for, for people in the launch, you know, launching phase or or been through launches and now looking at what's next as well um but if there's anything i would say um i sort of often leave with with one kind of quote that kind of sums up a lot of a lot of things and i think is a really powerful um sort of thing to live by as an entrepreneur and that's you've got to remember that it's not time you're spending it's life you're spending and mm. make sure that life is absolutely the one you
0: want to Hmm, that is beautiful. <laughs> Let's just end it right there. It sounds perfect. <laughs> uh, where can people learn a little bit more about you and reach out to you?
1: Oh, amazing. So you can um, find a little bit more about my uh, my coaching and also my book, um, Becoming CEO of Your Best Rich Life. And that's uh, available if you head to carryjemimacooper.com. So C A R R I E. J-E-M-I-M-A and then Cooper, C O O P E R dot com. Well, we'll link um, this
0: up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. Um you'll be able to um, yeah, find me there. And then also on Instagram, I'm quite active and that's at Gem Cooper, which is nice and easy. Again, we'll drop this in the show notes, but I'd love to connect. I'm, I'm a massive fan of networking and, and love to follow all sorts of new um, businesses and things. So I'm very excited to see people in this community as they launch as well.
0: Awesome. And I just want to f- finish with, you know, all that we've talked about can also be used in launching. It's not just totally. business. Bi- launching is part of the business. So you can definitely apply all of this to your launching as well. So-
1: totally, totally. Start from the beginning. Get those four pillars right right from day one, and I think your launch will be a lot more enjoyable.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, I to say thank you so much for hopping on and being a guest on this podcast. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you. And uh, thank you to everybody who's been listening. We'll catch up again next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Now, if you like this episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review over on iTunes. And secondly, head on over to Instagram and connect with me at Ken Wesker. That's K-E-N-W-E-S-T-G-A-A-R-D. And drop me a DM and tell me all about your launch. And I'll catch you in the next episode.